When Solomon pondered his remarkable life of material success, international fame, he said, I denied myself nothing, nothing my eyes desired, and I refused my heart no pleasure. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sport product lines sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org or join the discussion on Facebook. As you listen to On the Bright Side, you will hear these messages as they were delivered at Bobby's church and are now compiled into this time-honored radio program. No matter what your situation is, Bobby has the gift of being able to relate and empathize. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights, relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Now it's time to buckle your seatbelt and get ready for On the Bright Side with entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach, Bobby Bollinger. Did anybody ride in on one of those carts this morning from way out there? I did that. That's pretty cool. You know, I was thinking, I was thinking this morning, wouldn't it be funny if we strapped some golf clubs on the back of those? Because you know, most of the time it's the, it's, the, it's the husband that drops the wife and kids off and he's out there and if we picked him up he'd, for a minute he'd wonder whether or not he's going to church or, <laughs> or going to play around. I don't know. Just something to think about. I want to get back to the subject of money today. <clears throat> if there's one thing that you can be sure of about money, it's summed up in this old saying. Well, some people would say there's never enough. But you can sum it up by saying, you can't take it with you. Have you ever heard that? Well, it's true. One of the richest men in the 20th century, John D. Rockefeller, when he died, his accountant was asked how much money John D. left. I love his answer. He said, well, he left all of it. (laughs) But you see, as important as money is to us, it's easy for us to get the money barometer out of control. After all, everything about our culture throws money and the things it buys right in our face. I mean, take reality TV. It's pretty much taken over the primetime viewing hours. So what are we watching? We're seeing that you can win a million dollars if you can survive in a jungle somewhere better than other people. We're seeing how you can get a job with a billionaire Donald Trump if you can outsmart a few other guys in the city. And we're even discovering that you can get rich overcoming your fear of eating bugs and jumping off of buildings. That's what we're watching. So it's no wonder we develop unhealthy views toward money in a society like ours. Even when we have the benefit of solid scriptural teaching, we have a tendency to falter in this area. But here's the thing. God wants us to clearly understand a number of things about money. But in particular, he wants us to know that money is temporal that it doesn't last. To even consider the idea of pursuing it or the things that it can buy over things eternal makes us, in God's words, a fool. 
One of the largest transactions that I was ever involved with illustrates just how fleeting money can be. My brother Glenn and I had the opportunity to sell one of our divisions to a larger company for a terrific price. And on the very day that the sale closed and the money was wired, we were also informed that our largest customer had filed for bankruptcy and that all the money that they owed us was lost forever, which ironically was the same amount of money that was being wired to us for the sale of the division. Thus, the money came in in the morning. We celebrated. We congratulated ourselves. Yay. It's bonus time. But by afternoon, all the money had gone out to cover the loss. I didn't even see it. That, that event gave us a whole new meaning of the concept, easy come, <laughs> easy go. You see, it doesn't last. The man God called a fool was used in a parable given by Jesus. The man did what would typically consider being prudent. He was prosperous, and he wanted to build bigger barns and store them up for a rainy day. But Jesus was making a statement that it's foolish to put your hope in anything but God. You fool, he said, this very night, your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? If you put all your money in stocks and bonds, then your hopes rise and fall with the stock market. If your riches are in banks, then your hopes rest on interest rates and institutions. Any man who can have the rug pulled out from under him is simply standing on the wrong rug. The man whose hope is in God will be devastated only if God fails. And we all know that that is impossible. When Solomon pondered his remarkable life of material success, international fame... He said, I denied myself nothing, nothing my eyes desired, and I refused my heart no pleasure. Yet when I surveyed all that my hands had done and what I had told to achieve, everything was meaningless. It was a chasing after the wind. Nothing was gained under the sun. I hope I can listen to my own teaching this morning. But we've got to stop worrying about money so much. And we've got to stop, start trusting God more. Solomon was trying to say, you can't take it with you. But if you can't remember it the way he said it, try remembering it this way. You never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul trailer. If someone was going to write a book about you today, what would the main theme of your life be about? Stay tuned to hear about the only story that really matters. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners, if you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer and sell premium high demand flashlights that consumers love. Nebo is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. And here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy Buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. So if you own a retail business of any type, we invite you to become a Nebo dealer. Start turning profits like never before. See for yourself. Let us send you a free, no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light. That's right, get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197 or NeboDealer.com. 
And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. Has anyone ever just walked up to you and said, hey, what's your story? Has that ever happened to you? Well, it's happened to me. And uh, that's the question I want to ask all of you today. What's your story? If someone was going to write a book about you today, what would the main theme of your life be about? There's a young man who's been getting a lot of media attention lately. His name is Tim Tebow. And if you are a sports fan, you will know about Tim Tebow. He was perhaps the most heralded football player to come out of college a few years ago. He played quarterback, and he won almost every award there was to win, including the Heisman Trophy given to the best player in the country. And he won a national championship for his school, uh, University of Florida. All through his college career, the one thing you would always notice about Tim Tebow is he would give a testimony of his faith in Jesus Christ at every opportunity. He even wore the scripture, John 3, 16, in that little uh, black paint under their eyes. And in fact, it was reported that after one game, last, uh, when he was in college, Google, the search engine, had over 92 million queries to the scripture, John 3, 16. It's amazing. Well, when Tim was drafted into the National Football League, uh, the professional level, all the experts said he would never make it. He was an unorthodox type of player. They said he didn't have the skills necessary to succeed. But what most experts and the media really didn't like about Tim Tebow is that he continued to display his faith to anyone who would listen. They ridiculed him. They even mocked him because he knelt beside the sidelines to pray. But to the dismay of all the experts, Tim Tebow continues to thrive and succeed as quarterback for the Denver Broncos. And the experts and the media, they don't understand it. And they don't like it. And the reason that they don't like it is this. Tim Tebow refuses to let anyone define him as just a football player. Because Tim's story is that above all things, he is a follower of Christ who just happens to be a football player. And he's determined that no one writes his story any other way. Now, you know, all of us have a story. And for most of us, there are things in our story that we wish weren't there. But I have to tell you that I've become a big fan of young Mr. Tebow. And not because of how he plays football. But because he understands that the only story about him that means anything is the one that says, by the grace of God and the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Sure, we, we all have lots of things going on in our life that we think help tell the story of who we are. We have families, careers, hobbies. But the question for us this morning is, are we defined by those things or by the impact of Jesus Christ in our life? 
If you were to tell your story today, what would it be? Years ago, when I was much younger, I had the privilege of meeting and spending some time with Pastor Rex Humbard. Now, some of you remember him. Anybody remember him? Now, he's gone on to be with the Lord. But he was one of the pioneers of televangelism. At the time that we met, his ministry was one of the largest in the world. Nationally televised programs, seen in countries all over the world. He was holding crusades, filling up stadiums around the world. He, he told me that he was preaching up to 300 times a year. One night while having dinner, I asked Brother Humbard, how do you do it? How can you keep up with everything that you've got going on? How do you even have time to study for so many sermons? And he motioned for me to come closer. I leaned over and he said, Bob, it's not that hard. There's only one story. It's the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he said, it's my story. And it's the only one that I'm called to tell. And Bob, it's the only story that matters. You see, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done, no matter where you are, whether you're seven years old or you're 70, the only story that will ever matter is the one that says, by the grace of God, through Jesus Christ, I'm saved. Everything else won't matter very much. That's the story that will stand. That's the story that I want to define my life. And when we know that that's the story of our life, that's when we can love stronger. That's when we can reach higher. That's when we can give more and take less. That's when we can live to reach up to touch him and reach down to help others. That's when our story becomes his story. The Lord said in the message translation, he said, live in me. Make your home in me just as I do in you. I want the Lord to be the author of my story, don't you? We all go through dark seasons and storms in our lives. Stay with Bobby as he explains three things that will help you make it through the storms of life. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. Attention small business owners. If you operate a retail business and are looking for great selling products with high margins, consider becoming a Nebo dealer. Nebo was founded by Christian business owners Bob and Glenn Bollinger and is the leading brand for independent retailers everywhere. Here's why. Nebo partners with retailers to maximize valuable counter space, a constant stream of new innovative lights, incredible impulse displays, and an industry-only buyback guarantee, which means Nebo will buy back your inventory in the unlikely event it doesn't sell. 
So if you own a retail business of any type, become a Nebo dealer and start turning profits like never before. Receive a free no-obligation sample of a great Nebo light and see for yourself. That's right. Get a free Nebo light and a Nebo catalog. To get your free flashlight and catalog, go to NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. That's NeboDealer.com or call 847-312-8197. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on the Bright Side. When Pastor Jones picked up the phone, Special Agent Sanders from the IRS was on the line. Listen, Pastor, the IRS agent started, I'm calling to inquire about a member of your congregation, a Dr. Shipe. Do you know him? Yes, replied the pastor. Dr. Scheip has been a member here for many years. How can I help you? Well, on last year's tax return, Dr. Scheip claimed he made a sizable tax-deductible contribution to your church. Is that true? Well, how much did he say he gave, asked the pastor. $50,000, answered Agent Sanders. Is that true, pastor? There was a long pause on the phone. Finally, the pastor said... Agent Sanders, if you'll call back tomorrow, I'm sure it will be. <laughs> this week, while I was getting prepared to, um, to give you a few words, I, I, uh, I couldn't work on what I wanted to because I felt the Lord impress upon me to encourage some of you, perhaps many of you who are going through a storm right now and whose life is in a crisis right now. And of course, I don't know what it is, but if there's anything I do know, it's that the Word of God is full of good wisdom of what to do and who to trust in a crisis. So just like when a golfer finds his game falling apart, which I'm used to doing, he's taught to go back to the basic fundamentals of how to swing the golf club in order to get back on track. Well, we as Christians have to do the same thing. We just need to remember a few important things to make it through a crisis. And the first thing to remember in a crisis is to know that God is with you. Over and over in the Bible it says that wherever we are, God is right there with us. We're not alone. And it may seem like it, but we never go through anything by ourselves. The Word says, never will I leave you, and never will I forsake you. And the second thing to remember in a crisis is that God has a specific purpose and a plan for your life. And the storm that you're going through is just a temporary setback toward fulfilling your purpose. When the Apostle Paul ended up a prisoner on a ship that encountered a terrible storm, that waged on for weeks. Everyone on board had given up but Paul. Well, how is it that Paul could remain so calm and confident that they would survive? Well, he could because God had told Paul that his mission was to go to Rome, and he wasn't there yet. So God had a plan for him. You see, external forces may interrupt our life, but nothing can change God's plan for us except our own acts of disobedience. The third thing 
that we hold on to in a crisis is God's promises. God keeps his promises without fail. And he promises to see us through our storms. Oh, your storm may cause some pain. I mean, in Paul's case, they had to throw everything overboard. And they even had to swim to safety. But as promised, they made it. You know, they, I read where eagles can sense a storm coming before it breaks. And that what they do is they go to a high place and they wait until the strong winds come. And then they fly right into the force of the wind and they let the storm winds lift them higher and higher until they are above the storm where the air is calm. And the word of the Lord acknowledges the attributes of the eagle in a, in a beautiful passage in Isaiah. It says, But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not grow faint. So today, don't let your crisis pull you into a depression. Or don't give in to a feeling of hopelessness. Don't let despair have the victory that your faith is meant to have. Just know that God is with you. He has a plan for you. And he's promised to get you through the storms of life. And when Paul was in the very worst of the storm, it was dark and all seemed lost. They dropped the anchors and they just prayed for daylight. And daylight came. And daylight will come to you. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. God has been good to Bobby to provide the resources needed to broadcast On the Bright Side all across the country. Bobby is not asking for financial support. However, he does need your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com. Or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com. 
or call 817-755-8484.